Tonight on Derek's Heritage, we're getting abducted. <laughs> Hey guys, do you know what your local ambulance does? It sure doesn't drive up and deliver pills like the song might make you think. Go over to Drew McSalty's Shift Ender podcast to really find out what the day-to-day is being a paramedic. He's also joined by his co-host, Morton. They give a delightful insight on why you should call 911 and when. Please, for the love of God, give it a listen. Thank you. Hello there, Americans. Do you like getting your murk on? Do you like hearing about news of the day, news of the world, news of the country? Do you like bitching about Nancy Pelosi or listening about Trump? From all that in between, find it all on Kevin's podcast show. It's intricate, informative, and damn it, it's funny. Go Merka. Welcome back to Derek's Heretics, your one-stop shop for everything weird, unexplained, and macabre. Follow me down these dark rabbit holes and we'll see where we land. We're going to discuss everything from the paranormal, conspiracies, suicides, murders, hell, everything that goes bump in the night. Glad you're here with us. Look forward to it. Well, (coughs) welcome back to me and Captain Valium again for another journey. He just got through and joined a nice ooze tube, blueberry. A little blueberry treat <laughs> before we start this space, obviously, into the unknown. This is a, a request we had from a friend of ours over at Shift Ender. You need to type, give a listen to it. It was also mentioned in uh, Kevin's podcast show in the last one, so we figured we better get on it. Sorry for the delay, but we're back with Area 51 tonight. This, I've researched this. This is no shit. And there is so much you can't jam pack it into like an hour. Yeah, there's a lot of speculation about it. Well, it's all coming to light too, which we'll get to towards the end. So. But as of right now, let's talk about what we think Area 51 is. What do you think it is? Well, before I thought it was bullshit. I thought it was a complete hoax. But after doing all this research, something's out there. I mean, they're doing something. There's now even news popping up. We could do a second one on Area 52 over in Utah. Really? Same thing, except it's a lot worse. Oh, really? Yeah. A lot of anal probing, huh? Possibly. <laughs> so tonight we'll go over Area 51. I want to talk about a couple of people that were um, associated with it. One being a Mr. Robert Lazar, Bob Lazar. He speculated that he actually did some work at Area 51. He was another whistleblower. And I've got some testimony that was on a YouTube video from an ex-CIA agent. Now, once again, let's talk on all these. You can find, especially this one, you can find multitudes of, of documentaries and theories, whether they be conspiracy theories or not. Whether you believe in conspiracy theories or not, there's a lot of weird things that go on out there. So what do you think Area 51 is? I think Area 51 is an outpost for future militarization of the planet Earth for an alien race. <laughs> well, I do. No, I mean, I do. Actually speaking, once we get to the end of this, 
that's going to be a sound process because that's kind of where I come to with it. I think uh, if there has been any, if there's any truth in a conspiracy that Area 51 has anything to do with an alien life form, that it most certainly is an outpost for one. I don't <clears> think uh, they would choose to come here for any other reason other than to research or for future um, use of the planet is what the way I feel about it. If it is extraterrestrial. Well, for the sake of argument, the government and its public classification, Area 51 is a highly classified remote detachment of Edwards Air Force Base within the Nevada Test and Training Range. According to the CIA, the correct names for the facility are Homie Airport and Groom Lake. Area 51 was used in a CIA document from the Vietnam War. Kind of stuck. The facility has been referred to as Dreamland and Paradise Ranch, along multitude of other nicknames. The United States Air Force Public Relations has referred to the facility as an operating location near Groom Dry Lake. Special Use Air Force, or excuse me, the specially used airspace around the field is referred to as Restricted Area. 4808 North. So there you go. There's some uh, coordinates. If you ever want to go to Area 51, I've actually watched a YouTube video. You can drive so far in Area 51 before you're stopped by military police and toll gates. And I mean, it is a pretty secure location. Well, you know what makes it even scarier is it isn't so much that it's just the military police. When I was doing a lot of this research, if I can find it, through here somewhere, that there's a lot of uh, public contractors, not public, private contractors that are used to enforce the uh, Some perimeters. Yeah, basically, it says the perimeters of the base are marked out by orange posts and patrolled by guards and white pickup trucks. The guards are properly, properly known as camo dudes by enthusiasts. The guards will not answer questions about their employers. However, according to the New York Daily News, they are indications they are employed through a contractor. The area surrounding the lake is permanently off limits to both civilian and normal military air traffic. Security clearances are checked regularly. Cameras and weaponry are not allowed. Even military pilots training in the NAFR risk disciplinary action if they stray into the exclusory box surrounding the room's airspace. So it's really tight-lipped and hush-hush. Yeah. So why would the U.S. government have use of mercenary groups to guard a government facility? You shouldn't need them. Exactly. Here's here's where all this started from, and it stemmed back in, I think it was 1947, 1947, it was 1947, in Roswell, New Mexico, an incident occurred there where a craft of sorts crashed. Several witnesses claimed there was a saucer-like crash, uh, there was one witness that said he'd seen multiple, you know, unidentified flying crafts, you know, of a saucer-like shape, just really weird, it crashed. There was debris for miles. You know, shit was on fire. It was a nightmare. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, immediately, Air Force comes in, jumps on it. The next day, they released a statement saying that it was a weather balloon crash. Really? <laughs> yeah. But the theory is that all that stuff was taken to Area 51, the Air Force Base, Edwards, and that's where it's housed. Deep, deep, deep underground. See, there's nothing... There's a, From what I've gathered multiple underground um, levels. So everything is deep. Uh, deep. Like the anal probes. Deep state. <laughs> but I mean, uh, 
the general consensus of what people believe Area 51 is, is that it's an experimental military base, pretty much, where they design and build uh, experimental aircrafts. And they're, actually, you can watch documentaries from the 50s or whatever where they tried to make a saucer-like aircraft, and it failed, pretty much. Uh, and I think, I mean, it's, it's aircrafts that are way ahead of their time. You know, it, it's either going to take a really uh, genius mind, especially during that time that they were doing it, to come up with those ideas, to even think about that, or it's going to take uh, blueprints from a different life force, maybe. Which brings us to Bob Lazar. Have you ever heard of Bob Lazar? Yeah. Well, there's a Netflix special on Bob Lazar that I'm going to watch probably sometime this week because I'm I'm... I'm now wearing tinfoil on my head and monitoring my ham radio. Welcome to the cult. Lazar is responsible for bringing the secret test site, Area 51, to attention in the general public. In May 1989, Lazar appeared in an interview with investigative reporter George Knapp on Las Vegas television station KLAS under the pseudonym Dennis. And with his face hidden, he discussed his, his purported employment at S Forum a subsidiary facility he claimed exists near U.S. The, next to Area 51. He said the facility was adjacent to Papoose Lake, which is located south of the main area of Groom Lake, and included concealed aircraft hangars built into a mountainside. He said he was involved in reverse engineering of one of nine flying saucers. Lazar appeared unmasked under his own name in a subsequent interview with Knapp in November. He claims that the propulsion of the studied vehicle was fueled by Atomic Element 115, Moscovium, and it was first synthesized in 03. This was used to generate gravity waves. He also claims that he was given briefing documents describing historical involvement with Earth for the past 10,000 years by extraterrestrial beings, gray aliens. And Captain Bames is going to give us a little, little homework study on different kinds of uh, um, aliens. I heard those more than just gray ones. Is the gray ones from a planet that orbited the twin binary system Zeta Reticuli? Oh, is that where the grays are from? I guess, <laughs> <laughs> but it, it kind of walks hand in hand. He was a scientist. See what his education qualifications were. Well, for his reverse engineering show, I'm sure he's pretty fucking. He's got a master's degree in physics from MIT, yeah. so he's a smart cat. You know, yeah. in in my opinion, if you're that smart. Okay, so let's go back to what you were just reading. The uh the uh the chemical or whatever. What was it? The uh That is going to be atomic element one fifteen Moscomium. Moscovium. Yeah. So when was that discovered? Well it was first synthesized in 03. 03, 1903? 2003. 2003. And this is talking about nineteen fifty or some shit, right? No, this has been recent. Oh, recently? Yeah. Oh, okay. It said he was employed and started working there in 1989. Oh, I thought this was an older. Mm-mm. No, so this, this is, that kind of ties into they've been working on this this long. And if you look at it as a whole, mm-hmm. we had World War II, Prohibition, there wasn't really a whole lot of technological advance. You know, you had the Industrial Revolution. You know, there was a lot of buildings being brought. But after the 50s, you know, the 60s, 70s, you had the birth of the television. Well, let me make sure on that one. 
before I sound stupid. Well, during that generation, uh, I think uh, I read somewhere actually that the, it was the most governmentally employed generation at the time. Okay, so television was in, you know in twenty seven, so I was wrong on that. I don't mean it as an that when it was invented, but you know you look at the technological advances we've made in the last fifty years. Oh, yeah. I mean, we've got cell phones now that you could probably stick up the crack of your ass. You have more invented cell phones now than what they used to launch the mission to the moon in 1969. You so, I mean, it's leaps and bounds. It's not just, you know, a couple steps. Uh, we're jumping far and far ahead, technolo- technologically speaking. But I think uh, the period of the space race was 1955 to 1975. So maybe yeah. That's when that all came about. So they're, 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 and then the government comes in and tries to, to cover everything up. And whether you believe in conspiracy theories or not, and I'm sure a lot of you don't, or don't believe in aliens or however you want to look at it, you have to admit, even if you're most naive, that we've got a big government and they're going to do whatever they can to cover up and hush hush certain aspects of things. And I don't know who put them in charge of thinking the public couldn't handle it. And maybe they couldn't. I've always had a theory that you you tell one person something, no matter how good or how bad it is, they're going to have time to process it in their own sane mind. If you tell a group of people something, all it takes is one that can't process it correctly to convert to other, and then you've got mass hysteria. A people, a person, isn't as dangerous as people. Well, that's what they're looking at. Right. But some of the conspiracy theories that go along with 51, you know, of course, we just said the storage exam- examination reverse engineering crashed, crashed alien aircraft, study of their occupants, living and dead, and the manufacture of aircrafts, aircrafts based on alien technology, meetings or joint undertakings with extraterrestrials, the development of exotic energy weapons for the Strategic Defense Initiative, and the development of means of weather control. Apparently, they have stuck rain on us this year. Yeah. They just flipped that setting to rain, and it has poured. The development of time travel and teleportation, unusual and exotic propulsion systems, and activities related to a supposed shadowy one world government or the Majestic 12 organization. Hmm. Now, the Majestic 12, that's funny. I seen that on a documentary on Ancient Aliens the other day. The Majestic 12 are the original 12 people that were tasked with this original bullshit. And the reason they were called the Majestic 12 is because obviously there was 12 individuals, and it was a whole slew of military, science, and rich-ass people that were, were funding this and were going along with it. Like I said, I can't jam all the information that I've gathered up on this into one. I would have to do about a week's worth of So why were they Majestic, though? Because I don't know. <laughs> Maybe they were unicorns. So you've got Lazar saying that he was actually aiding in the reverse engineering, and you've got this atomic element 115. One of the things that I read was that they had actually figured out an alien cloaking device that if you're dry, if you're flying rather around, all you'll see is a dry lake. But if you get down on it and you get to a certain spot. You can see the. I've read that. Yeah. Once you get so close. That it's cloaked, yeah. So there's all that. Now, mind you, the government has spent the last X amount of years 
disputing all this, they actually had the big investigation, which Agent Cooper, and I'll go back to him in a second, was involved with called Project Blue Book that ran from... It was ceased in 1970, and it started in 52, and it was stemmed from the Roswell incident. And the Project Blue Book basically was to investigate all different threats of United or of unidentified flying objects to see if they're a national threat and scientifically analyze it. And wouldn't you know that after it was all said and done, they come up to absolutely jack shits what they said. There was no such thing. But I sit on one of those documentaries the other day that somebody got a hold of a piece of paperwork and it said there was like three, four hundred of the claims still they couldn't explain. And they had slowly started just throwing them into the explain pile until they could get enough to where they could just close it down because they were tired of fucking with it. Really? In a nutshell. Hmm. Now, Agent Cooper, Kelper, Cooper, Bueller, agreed to talk to an investigative journalist, Linda Mountain, in 1998 on the radio show Coast to Coast. He claimed to be an ex-CIA agent that had worked in the CIA and high government rankings for X amount of years and that he knew what had went on in <clears throat> Area 51 and the Roswell and the aliens and the greys and he was going to let it all out. Well, then he started getting threats and <coughs> letters saying that he needed to stop and cut all contact that, you know, bad shit was going to happen didn't. Hmm. Well, 15 years later on his deathbed, he was diagnosed with um, renal failure and there was a surgery or a procedure that he was waiting on if it didn't work he was almost guaranteed a month long months long life so he was at the end of his life and you can find this on YouTube he does an interview under the name Anonymous he have a 20 minute testimony with UFO historian Richard Dolan who was also part of a joint group that went up to ex-Congress and Senate members to get some um, answers on this stuff. You can find that too. And they actually caused more questions to be asked than were answered. Hmm. But in his 20-minute testimony, he talked about everything that was told about Roswell that was out in the public was, was a sham, that there were such things as the crash, that there actually was a crash, that he had witnessed um alien technology that he had witnessed an interrogation of an alien that, let's see which president was at the time I think it was I've got it all wrote down here and I can't find it now Eisenhower, President Eisenhower planned at one point in time to take the army and dismantle Area 51 but decided not to after the CIA and Anonymous was one of the people there and had a few meetings with him and convinced him otherwise. So they were doing, I mean, it's it's always been that speculation. Right. I, mean, I mean, this guy's old. He's dying. He, he, I, nobody ever heard of him. Went under Anonymous. It's not like he used his real name and was trying to get some fortune and was trying to get everything set up for his family. This is on YouTube. Right. And what did he have to gain from it? his exact response was that he felt like this needed to be put out before it died and maybe nobody else would blow the whistle. Hmm. That is kind of strange. 
I mean, Area 51 is probably one of the most popular and oldest conspiracies, uh, you know, in recent American history. But I really, I don't think that they've got a alien, that, or that they had an alien trapped there and they were interrogating them. I don't think it's, it would go down like that. But what does Derek think? Well, <clears throat> you brought up a good theory back of this that if aliens ever did come by, what they had done was they, what do we do with indigenous peoples? We stumble on the island people that have never been domesticated into, you know, our day-to-day life. We leave them alone. Yeah, they're can, protected. And you made mention that maybe that's what had happened. What if Area 51 was their way of testing the waters in Roswell and... Area 51 is actually a base where they've set up camp to monitor and they're waiting for that. That's what I believe. That's what I... And I can see that. And if you look at the last five years at the jump, you know, the UFO sightings have never stopped. And now you've got the government saying, the United States Air Force in the past year saying they were going to start investigating these again. Mm -hmm. That they've had pilots that are flying and they cannot figure out what they're seeing. And they've released the documentation and footage where pilots are seeing these these crafts that they're estimating that are flying like 1,200 miles an hour and they can't figure and out where the hell they're coming from. specifically that area. That area is absolutely saturated with alien sightings or UFO sightings. And, you know, it, maybe it does look good. need to be investigated into. It should. What if we're not alone? <laughs> what if the X-Files had it right? Yeah, so now you, you tell us about different kind of aliens. Well, you got all kinds of different kinds. I can only name a few off the top of my head. You know, you got your typical graves you see in the movies and stuff, and you got your little Martians you see in the movies. And then there's just there's more that have been popular in recent culture, like the reptilians. You see a lot of Hillary Clinton, Hillary Clinton, a lot of political figures, a lot of influential business people. Uh, people like to say the reptilians, and you'll you'll see the videos of their eyes switching to. Um, that of like a a snake or something and then switching back and then you got lesser known ones like the Nordics that are pretty much aliens that look like really tall Scandinavian people Kid Rock yeah (laughs) Kid Rock is a Nordic I mean you, you just have all these races that people have researched and stuff um I don't think uh I think the most likely between any of them, in my opinion, would be uh, the Greys. That's just my opinion. At least I hope so. That seems to be the one that keeps popping up at all of <clears throat> the testimony. Yeah. And then it's, it's the Greys. I don't know what it is about them. Well, the Greys are the most dangerous, too. Really? Yeah. yeah they're, so. they're the most experimental. If anyone would have an outpost on Earth, it would be the Greys. But aren't they like fat-headed midgets? Mm-hmm. The Greys are very tall and lanky. Got the big eyes and the big head. But do you think we could take them in a fist fight? Uh, well, if you can compete with a telepathic monstrosity, maybe. That's why I'm more identical. I mean, you... Because <laughs> aluminum will protect you from no, that. We're not tapping into this brain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
just ain't gonna happen. So, I'm I'm thoroughly convinced that Area 50, even if it's not, you know, if there's not a bunch of gray and reptilian aliens playing strip poker down there right now, they're housing a lot of secrets. And yeah. we'll do a it's sister episode a, of this on Area 52 in the next coming weeks. It's an experimental site, <clears throat> regardless of... And it's just gaining momentum. And everything that the government has come out and said hasn't happened, they've come out and released documentation, and they're 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 kind of putting their foot in their mouth, and they're saying, well, you know, they've said for years there's nothing out there, and now we're we're looking at it again. Yeah. And the more advanced that we get, the more of a signal we're going to be giving out that we're ready. Yeah. Well, I know it's kind of a short episode, but I think that was probably one of the most in-depth we've done. Please, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, shoot us an email at derricksheretics@gmail.com. I I don't have anything else to you. You know, if you know any popular UFO sighting spots in East Tennessee, let us know those. Uh, yes, we want to go look at them. We're gonna buy a telescope. Yeah, if you have any um, <laughs> any uh, personal encounters, any anything like that that's interesting, you know, let us know. We're, I love anything extraterrestrial. That's Captain Bang's forte. Yeah. Well, thank you for listening. You join us the next episode. Good night. Godspeed. Yay!